Help keep the podcast free. Help keep the live stream free. Check out Raycon wireless earbuds. And right now, you, my friend, can get 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Order at buyraycon.com slash opie. That's buyraycon.com slash opie to save 15% on your Raycons. All right, it says we're live. What's up, everybody? Uh, a rare uh, late night live stream from the Glass Box Studio, 500 feet above the ground here in uh, New York City. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to set up a nice view for you guys, but I don't. I don't know. Is there? Is it reflecting? Is it a good view? I. I, I have no idea. But uh, welcome. I'm uh, I'm setting up a little broadcast so I can talk to my friend Dr. Stave. Um, but now I can. Hey, what's up, Debbie? Up there in Boston, taking out the Yankees in a one-game playoff. Congratulations to the Sox. Good for you guys up there in Boston. Daniel Connolly, how are you? Justin Robo and uh, the Jennifer Ferris. Evening, everyone. So happy to be able to join you tonight. What's going on, Jamie Lynn? How are you, Sergeant Mark in the house? Uh, I should say house, Sergeant Mark in the house, drinking some water, water ice down there in Philly, playing with some crowns, right? Is that you, Mark? I saw Mark Facetti online today. He had a, a wonderful video. Well, it's not a wonderful video, but it's a good video. It's a, it's a, he was documenting um, Kensington down there in Philly where, where there's like a tense city now, man, with all the um, homeless slash drug addicts. That was you. Oh, all right. It is Sergeant Mark. What's up, Sergeant Mark? What's up, Brian Bernard? How are you, buddy? Welcome to my little uh, live stream. Um, I got a bad shoulder. It never ends with me. So I've been um, I've been dealing with a very significant back uh, pull. Uh, so significant that I'm really, really bummed. I'm going to see a doctor when I stabilize everything, get another MRI. But I, I really believe at this point, because it's almost a month, that I'm heading toward uh, back surgery. So that sucks. And then um, I, I, I was doing pretty good today. Not bad with the back. Starting to think that, all right, maybe maybe this thing will come back on its own and I could go back to doing the yoga and the stretching and, um, and take care of it that way for a while, right? So uh, this, is, this is really bad, actually. This is really bad. Wait, Jennifer Ferris wants to say something. I'm rocking my Opie Radio t-shirt today, and you went live twice. I think I'm good luck. Thank you, Jennifer Ferris. You can get your Opie Radio t-shirt at opiradio.com. And we got some Ruizing merch up there. And all proceeds from the Ruizing merch goes to my lifetime supply of hot dogs. That's what Carl wanted from me. Uh, opiradio.com, in all seriousness, for uh, merch. All right, so, so my back was feeling kind of okay. And as most of you know, the regulars from the private Facebook group, I, um, I scooter my kids back and forth on an electric scooter, right? All right, so um, 
The bolt broke on my electric scooter, which holds the whole damn thing together. This was the story I was telling at the dog park the other day when I was when I was interrupted by that old bag. Well, her dog interrupted the proceedings, and I had to like uh, have a little conversation with the old bag and tell her that uh, I don't want her dog humping my dog as hard as her dog was humping my dog. It was a whole thing. Oh, just listen to the latest episode of the OP Radio podcast, and you'll hear the whole story. So I was trying to tell this story during during that. So basically with this electric scooter, I've been flying back and forth with the kids to school. Makes, uh, you know, uh, pickup and dropping them off a lot easier. And they start at different times. So I shoot to, to one school. I get the one kid off. I come back to the apartment. I grab the other kid, and I get, I get that, uh, that kid to school. And the whole thing takes, like, not even 20 minutes, which is nice. Usually it takes a good hour uh, walking that distance. All right. So I've been doing the electric scooter for well over a year. And somewhere along the line, um, the bolt that holds the, uh, the, uh, the handlebars and the, uh, the handlebars, I guess. Yeah, I guess handlebars and the braking system, right? So that's attached to the, uh, the base where you stand on. Well, there's a bolt that allows this thing to bend and close so you can lift it up and carry it into your office or, or whatnot, into your apartment or throw it in the back of your car. All right, so I had no idea, but this bolt broke. And if they don't do the right thing, oh, boy, are they going to get a review on my Instagram. Uh, I'm going to tell the name of the scooter company and everything. But So this bolt breaks. Uh, the, the way I found out was I was going at least 15 miles an hour on a side street here in New York, and the whole handlebar thing collapsed. And now my electric scooter becomes instantly a skateboard and i'm flying down the road on on this thing and i have no control of it and i fall off but nothing really really happened i'm like all right so um i called them i told them their bolt broke and they're like there's nothing we could do about it i'm like just send me another bolt so i can fix my electric scooter like yeah we can't do that i'm like why can't you do that and then they're like take it to a third party i'm like i took it to my uh my bike shop uh i live very very close to a bike shop bunch of uh hispanics own this bike shop i go in there and i practice my six years of spanish that i took in junior high and high school so i talked to them in broken spanish they uh, speak back to me in broken English, and if it's 6 o'clock when I'm there, they hand out Coronas, and I hang out and uh, do a little happy hour with the bike guys. They're great, great guys. They've helped me out over the years, and uh, I've bought, I don't know, three or four bikes off them, and I've had this electric uh, scooter fixed by them because this stupid company that, I, that I'm going to put on blast, uh, their tires suck. They pop all the time. You know, they're not... Um, they're not sturdy enough for the streets of New York City. And finally, the guy at the bike shop says, you need, um, you need uh, solid tires. That's what you need. I'll order them for you. I'm like, oh, well, thank you very much. So now that I got the solid tires, it's a much bumpier ride. Uh, but my tires aren't popping every other week, right? Okay. So I go in there with the electric scooter with the broken bolt. He's like, oh, my God, we can't fix this. So I told the company, I'm like, look, I already went into my bike shop. And, uh, you know, they told me they can't fix this. And they're like, we don't know what to tell you. you got to find another third-party shop to fix the electric scooter. I'm like, what the F? You know, you guys got to do the right thing. I almost broke my neck on this thing. 
And they're like, sorry, we can't help you. And then that's when I mentioned my hugely successful radio career. Notice I said my hugely successful radio career and not my hugely successful podcast. And, uh, and I go, well, you, you, you give me no choice because if I'm a regular Joe and this happens, I have, I have no recourse. But I have this giant show and I'm going to let everyone know about your electric scooter and the bolt that breaks that turns your electric scooter into a skateboard instantly as you're flying down the streets of New York City. They're, uh, at that point, they go, uh, can we have your email? I'm like, yes, you can. So I gave them my email, and uh, now I'm kind of waiting for them to get back to me. So with that said, I figured I could still use the electric scooter, and I, uh, I jerry-rigged it. I whispered because I was scared I was going to say that wrong. And uh, I, I was able to uh, still use the electric scooter with the bolt, even though the bolt was broken, but I was able to push it in. It just doesn't attach on the other side, so it's loosey-goosey in there. But every time I jump on the electric scooter, I just kind of push it in, and it stays in place. Okay? Key to the story. So this afternoon, I, uh, I go to pick up my daughter first at her school with the electric scooter. I push that bolt in. It's loosey-goosey, but it's in place. I think I'm okay. And I go all the way to the school and I pick up my daughter and I bring her home. All nice. But because I'm tired from that dumb pumpkin thing that I was talking about earlier, uh, only had like five hours sleep, the kid isn't as sharp as he usually is. And so after I dropped my daughter off, I had to go and get my son. And I forgot to check if the bolt was secure, securely in place. It's a temporary fix. You got to understand this, okay? I didn't check because I was a little, uh, a little tired. So now I took off from my apartment back to the school to get my son, not knowing that the bolt was really loosey-goosey, okay? And I'm flying. I'm going at least 15, probably close to 20 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere... The whole handlebar thing collapsed again, and the kid went flying. Remember, I got a terrible back. I was able to fall in such a way to protect my already bad back. I spill out, and I do some rollovers. The whole electric scooter's in, in pieces because the, the, the bolt flew off, collapsing the handlebar uh, thing, right? And I'm laying on the ground, and I hear, holy shit, did you see that? And three or four guys come running up. I'm like, what the hell happened? I don't even know at this point if I got knocked out because I just went flying. For the second time on this electric scooter that, that uh, you know, the first call to customer service, they, they weren't very helpful, to say the least. So I'm laying on the ground, and I just see this guy's giant meat hand He's trying to lift me up, and I go, I got to be honest with you, man. I got to just lay here. And the reason I was laying there, because I, I, I wasn't sure if I was really effed up or not. And then I started feeling everything. I'm like, all right, I didn't hit my head. My back seems actually pretty good. I might have actually, uh, you know, uh, put it back into place, I'm thinking. I fell with my palms, both palms like this. So, actually, the the road rash isn't even that bad on the hands at all, actually. Um and, uh, and, and I finally got up and I'm like, oh my God. And I, long story short, I can't lift my left arm up. 
So now, oh God, I got the hiccups. So now I got a bad back. I can't lift my, I can't lift my arm up because I, I, whoa, the dog just jumped up here. What's up, doggy? You want to say hi? Uh, that means he's got to go out. He just jumped up into the glass box studio. So now with the bad back that it was almost healed until I fell over the handlebars again with my electric scooter. You want to say hi to everybody? What are you doing? I'm, I'm broadcasting. Uh, now I, I can't. This is the highest I can lift my shoulder. I don't know if you can see because I'm kind of in the shadows tonight. So uh, that happened today. Yes. And then so now I'm late to get my son. Now because the electric scooter only takes a couple minutes. Now I got like a 10, 15 minute walk. I'm in pain because I can't really walk still. That's why I was using the electric scooter. I pick up my son. He wants to do a little play date. I'm like, we can't do a play date. Why, dad? I'm like, because the whole scooter basically exploded and we have to go back and get it. Because basically what... What I did was I just left it there, hoping no one would steal it. But I put it in a way where it just looked like trash. I'm like, who's going to steal an electric scooter that's in pretty much pieces? I mean, it was still, it was still in one piece technically because all the wires were keeping it together. So then I grabbed my son, and we run back to, to the scooter. We got there as fast as we can. I'm like, he's like, oh, my God. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, Oh, I'm so lucky that one of the kids wasn't on this damn thing. Is that Dr. Steve? Uh, I'm so lucky that one of the kids wasn't on this thing when the whole thing collapsed. So thank God for that. And then I tell my son, I'm like, dude, we got to find the bolt. Got to find the bolt. We find the bolt 30 feet before the thing collapsed. So this bolt fell out as I was going. I really don't know uh, how fast, but at least 15 to 17 miles an hour. And so the bolt falls out. So now I have no support whatsoever. So what happened was when I hit a tiny bump, that's what made the whole thing come apart and made me go flying to the point where I can't lift my shoulder more than this. So now I got, I, I really believe I got a, a decent tear on my left shoulder and my back is still uh, effed up. I wasn't going three miles an hour. <laughs> you son of a bitch. The bolt, did you find the nuts? No, man, the thing, the thing broke. So the other end that keeps it all in place nice, you know, where you could tighten it. Now this thing was just through the holes and it wasn't tightened on the other side. But I had it in such a way that I was still able to use this thing as I figure out what the company's going to do for me. I think they got to mail me a, a whole new scooter. That's what I think. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, there is an update on this. They, they emailed back. They're like, um, we need a short video. And we need a picture of the bolt. So I, I put out my, my hand uh, precariously because I can't lift my shoulder more than this. And I took the picture of the bolt, which is in half. How does that happen? I don't even know, man. That, that doesn't seem good, man. I got to get Ralph Nader on the scene. And then, um, and then the video is basically like, as you can see, this is where the whole thing fell apart while I was going uh, you know, at top speed with your electric scooter. And then this electric scooter turned into a skateboard. And I got to be honest, I'm too old to be on a damn skateboard. So I hope you help me out and do the right thing here. And so we'll send off the video and the picture and we'll see if uh, we'll see what they do. So that's that's going to be uh, an important update the next time I talk to you people. Will they do the right thing? We'll see. But you know what? If I didn't mention that I used to, I didn't say used to, that uh, I have a huge radio show, not podcast. That's when they 
they actually um, asked me to send them an email. Before that, they were willing to hang up on me and say, hey, man, you're shit out of luck. You got to, like, find a third party to fix our electric scooter because we ain't doing nothing for you. We don't care that you went flying off this thing on a side street in New York City at top speed. Now twice, by the way, twice. You would, you would think... You would think that I would have learned my lesson after the first time that happened, but I did not. <laughs> I like this. Uh, I like the 495 Marauder. Opie will have to hold a pen all day now. Well, like Bob Dole, it's my, it's my weak arm, my left. Oh, that really hurts. What the hell did I do to this shoulder? But do you really need your shoulder lift higher than this anyway? Ah, I don't have to raise my hand. I'm not in school anymore, so I should be good, right? I don't know. Oh, the helmet thing. So then I show up at uh, the school to get my son. I'm all frazzled, right? I pretty much got leaves and twigs in my, my long hair because I just rocked the electric scooter with my long hair and no, uh, no helmet. And my son wanted to go on a play date, so he's... He's waiting there with his friend and his friend's mom. And I go, yeah, we can't go on a play date because uh, I just went flying over the handlebars of my electric scooter. And I left it back there. Uh, and I got to go. I got to go, you know, retrieve that and bring it home. And then the lady sees the helmet that I have because I bring the helmet for the kids in my left hand. My now left hand that only the whole arm only goes up to here. And, uh. She goes, well, thank God you were wearing a helmet. I go, I ain't wearing a helmet. I'm from the seven days. We didn't wear a helmet. It's in the seven days. I said, the helmet's for the kid. And then that's when she said that her whole job is taking care of head injured people. And then she's scolding me. I'm older than her by a lot. And she's now scolding me. She goes, because of people like you, I got a job. So for now on, how about you wear a helmet? And now she's yelling at me outside the school. And I'm already frazzled because of the, my spill and my shoulder that can only go this high. And the twigs and the, and the dirt and all the other garbage in my hair after I did my tumbles. And now she's giving me a, a speech on, uh, you know, uh, why you should be wearing a helmet. I mean, she's not wrong, obviously. Thank you very much, Nick. You already have a head injury. You have scooter arm? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm snorting. Uh, oh, I just remembered. I got a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds to give away. I think I'm going to give them away to one of the members of the private Facebook group, by the way. I love my Raycons. I got them on right now. You know, there's so much going on in the world, whether it's stuff you're excited about. Give an example of something I'm excited about. Oh, I think I'm excited about uh, live streaming and podcasting to you, my friends. And I sound nice, real nice because of my Raycon wireless earbuds. And there's stuff you'd rather not think about. And then it says, feel free to briefly mention something. I I'm not going to do that. If I mentioned politics, oh, I did it. I mentioned politics. Why would you do that? Harry, he mentioned politics. Now I got to hear Trump this, Biden this with my Raycon wireless earbuds. No, thank you. I got to go listen to some Pearl Jam with these babies. 
You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Look, I use them all the time to podcast and live stream, and I like them so much, I told Raycon, hey, give me a pair to give away. And they said, hey, here you go. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. They look nice, real nice. And you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. You got the pure mode, the balance mode, and the bass mode. I'm not going to explain all the modes right here. Sorry. Oh, and this is really smart, especially because I live in New York City. They got an awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. I'm not talking about their battery life. They got great battery life. There's also a built-in mic, and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Now, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good, and they got a 45-day happiness guarantee. All right, enough of that. I want you to go to their website, check it out for yourself, and see what you think, okay? And if you like, they're going to give you 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash opie. That's buyraycon.com slash opie to save 15% on Raycons. Once again, buyraycon.com slash opie. It's true. Be careful. No, I think I got to wear a helmet because today's fall. I'm amazed because I went flying. And like I said, uh, the guys yelled that out like, oh, my God, did you see that or whatever the exact words were. And I, I knew it was bad because in New York... We've talked about this. In New York, if someone falls, eh, you're not going to run and help them at first. You're going to do the stutter step. You're going to do the stutter step. Let's say uh, let's say uh, an old bag, just because I like that word lately. Let's say an old bag falls on the sidewalk, right? And it's a busy sidewalk. It's hustle and bustle, and there's people all over the place. The thing to do and I know this isn't a New York thing, and I know most of you will do the same exact thing, you're willing to help. In the end, we're all human beings, and we do care about our fellow human beings, uh, especially if we're not talking about politics. We're, we're all there to help. But what most humans do is the stutter step, and what I mean by that, you take a slight pause, and when you do that slight pause... There's always someone else that gets to the old lady on the sidewalk, uh, sidewalk, excuse me, first. And then you're like, I'm good. She's got help now. <laughs> and you're just walking off to get a beer or coffee and you feel good about yourself. You feel really good about yourself because you're thinking, I helped a lady today. I mean, you didn't officially help, but it was in your head. You thought about it. Like, I feel pretty good. I'm going to treat myself to a brewski. And you walk off. And then the lady's still on the ground with, like, this person that got there before you. And next thing you know, you know, she's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know who you should. I think you could call Harry, but I, I don't have his number in my phone. I don't even know where my phone is. Matter of fact, my kids gave me this phone. I don't even know how to use it. And you're, and you're the person there going, oh, my God. And now you're regretting that you didn't do the stutter step as you're trying to help her up to her feet again. And she's okay. You don't, 
there's no ambulance or anything that needs to be called, but you certainly have to, you know, give this lady a, a few moments so she could get on her feet and on her way. And she's just like babbling and you're like, oh my God, I got somewhere to go. Why is that guy walking off and skipping? I'll tell you why. Because I felt good that I was uh, thinking about helping the old lady that fell down. <laughs> and don't you dare say that you don't do this. We all do the stutter step, the slight pause, and hope that somebody else uh, gets to the scene first. But you can still feel good about yourself because you thought about it. Obster, I really hope to hear you back on the air one day soon. I always look forward to live streams. But you should be steering a bigger ship. I ain't steering no more ships. That old gag. I know how to put radio shows together, but I ain't doing that again. It's a thankless job. Go find another captain. I'm done with that garbage. Oh, really? Wow, am I getting knowledge today? Uh, Derek S. I was a I was CPR certified as a teen, and our instructors told us never to help anyone in public because we could get sued. Wow, really? Damn it! So maybe it's good that I uh, do the stutter step. You just do that little little paw. Hey, Steven. See, I see you, brother. Steven's one of our regulars from the private Facebook group. We got a great group. You just click on support now on the regular Facebook. It's a couple bucks, but I'll be honest with you. It's, it helps keep the podcast free. It helps keep uh, the live streams free. You know, I make a few bucks. I pay down a couple of these bills. Uh, nothing crazy. I'm not going to make a lot of money doing this, but, you know, and it also uh, helps me uh, stay motivated to turn this thing on a lot. So, hey, Oprah, are you trying to sue a YouTuber? What? No. What? No. Who would I be suing? What's up, Jerry Lahane? I never could say your last name. It's L-E-H-A-N-E. You could say it for yourself wherever you're watching this. Uh, he goes, Captain Kirk goes to space. Blue Origin soon. He's going in space uh, next week. William Shatner is 90 years old. William Shatner is hilarious. William Shatner at 90 is as sharp as a tack, man. He's unbelievable. And I don't know why we say sharp as a tack. But he really is. He's unbelievable. And I got to turn you on to um, an interview I literally just saw before I turned this thing on. Anderson Cooper interviewed uh, William Shatner about him going into space next week at the age of 90. It is really funny. You should go and check that out. Uh, William Shatner is absolutely amazing. I swear to you, if, if you didn't know any better, you would say that William Shatner was 75 maybe. You can't believe you're looking at a 90-year-old guy and you can't believe how sharp and funny the guy is. It's unbelievable. So quick. Maybe, maybe the fake hair helps. Maybe if he didn't have that uh, toupee that's been on his head for the last, what, 30 years, the exact same toupee, then maybe, maybe he would look more like uh, his age, which is uh, 90. <laughs> Did your head crack the sidewalk? I'm just really happy that uh, the only injury I got is my my arm that only goes up to here now. Ah, wait, let me try. All right, let me try. 
I'm stalling for Dr. Steve before I have to give up on this because my dog is sitting like right there. See, I can't even point. He's sitting right there. Oh, my arm. Oh, my God. I don't want to deal with a shoulder thing. And I can't complain about my shoulder because th that's what happened to my wife. She got a really, really bad break. Uh, trying to think. Oh, my God. Like nine months ago already. And uh, she's still like she's still rehabbing the the shoulder. She fell on ice at the beach um, and broke it in two places, really, really bad. And I'm here to say I haven't given you an update in a while, but nine months later, she's definitely doing a lot of stuff. But she's uh, still got a, a bit of a ways to go because they uh, they said she has something like a frozen shoulder or something like that. So now I can't complain about my shoulder. And I even had to say that. I'm like, because she was worried about me because I called her right away. I'm like, I think I'm all right. I don't think I got knocked out. She's like, what about your back? I'm like, my back seems a little better after this fall. I go, I look like crap because I got all sorts of stuff in my long hair. But then uh, when I got home, I'm like, oh, man, it's the shoulder. I guess I was in a little shock at first and realized, didn't realize that I actually had something that did happen in this fall. Doggy, stop licking your balls. You're shaking my whole operation up here. Dog's licking uh, his balls. So every time you see uh, this, it means he's licking his balls because his his butt is right pressed up against my my uh, my broadcast center here. <laughs> hey, hope you not pay the electric bill. I told you I was trying to go for some ambiance, and uh, it failed miserably. Ain't his balls he's licking. Look, he, he licks the peeps. He licks his uh, peeps as well. Don't be jealous of the dog. Very nice. I did not get doggy fixed. No, we're the, the jury's still out, man. I'm telling you, our uh, our vet said it's uh, because it's a male dog, it's not as important. Is the new thing they're saying. I don't know. I, I'm not a vet. Doggy, stop. Uh I'm not a vet, so, uh, you know, take my uh, little knowledge here with a grain of salt because I, I only listen to, the, like, the first, the first minute or two of a conversation, and I, and I only read, like, the first sentence or two of articles. So uh, what I'm about to say, take it with a grain of salt, but uh, my female vet said that female dogs, you absolutely should get them neutered. Uh, she said male dogs, it's like a 50-50 thing. You could do it. But you also don't have to do it. She goes, I had two male dogs. I had one that I neutered and the other one I didn't. And they both did fine. You just got to watch out to, to make sure they don't get uh, uh, aggressive. Like their personality changes and they get way more aggressive. Then that's a sign that you probably should uh, do the right thing and get them neutered. All right. So, no, uh, the dog's not neutered. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read this cold. I mean, if you give me five bucks, I'm going to read it cold. Where's the money from Carl's merch go? Oh, GoFundMe at 16000 with no update in two years. Ruizing is trademarked. Stop dodging. I'm not dodging anything. First of all, I have nothing to do with a GoFundMe um, uh, fund for Carl, you weirdo. I have absolutely nothing to do with that. I have no idea who has a GoFundMe um, thing set up for, for uh, Carl. And I told you uh, earlier that all the Ruizing merch money goes to my lifetime supply of hot dogs because that's what Carl wanted, okay? 
But d- d- every day, I got to tell you guys, and that's why I really appreciate the people that fight back. Every day, there are people out there starting bullshit and lies and rumors and crap. And here's the latest one. I'm here to tell you I have nothing to do with the GoFundMe fund that was set up for Carl or some kind of charity. Literally nothing to do with it. Matter of fact, I didn't even uh, uh, donate to it because I didn't even know about it. Doggy, you got to get down from here. All right. So I hope that answered your question, Judas. I'm not dodging anything. There's Andy Volland. How are you, Andy? Good to see you. Gloria probably set that up. And if it's the same as the charity thing, it's for some chef fund. I know Gloria set something up, some kind of fund, maybe for a future chef or something like that. But I really don't know. I, I, I stayed out of all of that. Here he is. Dr. Steve, am I just looking into your empty house now? Oh, shit. I got the wrong camera. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Hold on, I'm getting threatened by this guy. Are you serious? You pocket the money? See you soon. No, I'm not serious, you idiot. That's a joke. No. And now I'm getting threatened. I, I got to block this guy. He's just, uh, I mean, for the most part, Steve, you know, I got a good i got a good crew of people, but I got to block this guy. He's, he's just trying to start some crap. Uh, anyway, how are you, my friend? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Well, sort of. I fell off my electric scooter after I talked to you earlier for the second time. Like a one of the a hover round? You that are you have you gotten that bad? No, I got an electric scooter that I I, I used oh, okay. to get the kids back and forth to school. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. The bolt broke that keeps the handlebar bar thing attached to the base, right? Right. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I don't even, yeah, probably a couple weeks ago, I was flying down a side street at the maximum speed that this scooter could go. Yeah. And I didn't know this bolt broke and the whole handlebar thing collapsed and I went flying and I was more than okay. And uh, I've been back and forth with the company a little bit, but they're not doing the right thing. It's, it's, I told the whole story already, but, but sounds very safe. What, but what's important, I felt like it could still use the electric scooter. I just had to put the bolt in place and push it, but it doesn't really stay attached on the other end, so you got to make sure it's secure. So I'm always pushing the bolt in so it doesn't fall out. Good and uh, I picked up my daughter from school today. When the camera shakes, that's my dog uh, licking his balls, if you don't mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> For real. No, you see it shaking? That's because he's licking he, it's, He's licking his balls. Maybe I can move this a little bit. Okay. So I – um. I got my daughter from school today with the electric scooter. I made sure the bolt was in so it wouldn't break again. I got her home safely. Then I have to run right back out and get my other kid. And I'm flying maximum speed. And all of a sudden, I didn't check the bolt. And the bolt fell out. And I went flying over the handlebars. And now my shoulder only goes this high, Doc. (laughs) What are you doing? Got sound effects? Sure. So my shoulder only goes up to here, um, but the whole electric scooter collapsed again, and I went flying. And long story short, I found the bolt about 30 feet before my my crash. So this thing fell out, and I had no support, and then I hit a little bump, and that's what made the whole handlebar collapse Mm. and me go flying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really messed up my shoulder, and and I know you know that I'm dealing with this this bad thing. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I fell over my handlebars the last time I did. I think I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I think it was. I was 14 the last time I flew over a set of handlebars. So. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well. All right. I want to thank you uh, for all the tick knowledge you gave me back in the summer. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We, were, was, uh, uh, we were a little nervous that I, I got the Lyme disease and Dr. Steve was there for me. And, uh, you know, he was calming me down and it turned out I didn't have Lyme disease. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. But that, uh, that the pictures I sent you were a bit problematic. You were a little worried. You yeah. Were they, um, you know, um, tick-borne illnesses, they can look a lot of different. There's more tick-borne illnesses than just Lyme disease, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, anytime you, uh, the the risk factors, though, are that particular tick for Lyme disease. I mean, you're in an endemic area, but really the rest of the country, I don't think there's a single state that hasn't at least had a few cases of Lyme disease. Right. And, um, you know, the tick really needs to be embedded for 24 hours. And there are a lot of different risk factors. You can all look those up. But the rash is pretty um, typical. And the problem is it's really easy for me to see when, if I see you in person, it's a lot different to try to do it with, uh, you know, Pictures. The, the magic of the internet. But, yeah. you know, you're looking for this thing called erythema chronica migrans, which is a, an of expanding, course. of course, that's of what course. it is. Of course, tell these people I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's an expanding kind of lacy, slightly red, um, expanding lesion that uh, is interesting. You you will appreciate this. Um, it's very similar to syphilis. They're both spirochetes, you know, spiral sort of bacteria, and they have a three-step uh, infection phase. One is the initial phase when you have in Lyme disease, you get that, that expanding lesion. In syphilis, you get a chancre, a painless right a painless lump that divides in two and then divides into four and then kind of eventually goes away. Then you have this latent phase where you have nothing and then it comes roaring back and tertiary syphilis is a nightmare. Tertiary Lyme disease is a nightmare. So why did you say I would appreciate this? As you said, Lyme disease and syphilis are similar. You you know, you you're interested in, you know, syphilis and things like that. <laughs> Why so, would I be interested I in syphilis, you weirdo? <laughs> it's just very interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the other things you get from tick bites, uh, the one, and my brother had it, um, where you, you become allergic to meat. You yes, that's a weird allergic one. allergic to meat. And my yeah. brother couldn't eat any kind of meat for like a year. And then uh, his doctor finally said, you know, you can reintroduce some meat into your diet, but yeah. uh, he got that one. I don't know what uh, what tick causes that, but oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know, you get a bite from the Lone Star tick, and that's is now you got to get on the internet and start looking at what's the Lone Star tick. But it uh, can, in occasional cases, cause a person to have this delayed, sort of life threatening reaction to eating beef. And then um, when you uh, stay off of it for a while, the whatever that reaction is sort of calms down, then you can get back into it again. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, and then you got the Rocky Mountain uh, spotted fever. That'll just uh, – that my brother said he had that one too, and it'll just rock your world, man, right? You he has both of those? Free. Well, you have 40 million brothers, so probably the odds are well, each one of them has had. It's the same brother. He, he swears he's had Lyme disease a couple different times. And he, <laughs> okay. He's just an animal. He's well, making – 
he he's expand he's amplifying probably some things i'm guessing i don't know i that didn't treat him but you well, know there's but that's why I love having you as a friend because uh, <laughs> one of seven, eight, nine kids growing up, we never went to the doctors. So yeah. we we always just uh, kind of just took care of ourselves. Like yeah. I know now I probably need to go to the doctor for the shoulder because I can't lift it higher than this. Yeah. I know I should have went to the doctor for my back. And I just, we just, it's not in our blood to do that. Yeah, we I don't like doing kids. it. No, I understand it. Did you just say one of seven, eight, or nine kids? Are you seriously yeah. just yeah. estimating how many brothers? And you no, have? it's an ongoing thing with the podcast. That's, oh, okay, okay. There, there, are, there are seven official kids. Okay. But we were always taking in a kid here. I remember there. that. Yeah. You know the story of Karen, my sister? I, I, she was someone that just sort of showed up in your house, right? Yeah, 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 I remember that. My yeah. sister's good friend, and she had nowhere to live without getting into all the details. And, uh, well, no, I'm going to have to say it. Her, her father chose, uh, his new wife over his own daughter well. and, she, and she needed a place to stay. So we, we took her in and, uh, my mom quickly introduced us to her as our new sister. And she was already like <laughs> 15 wow. years old, I think. Well, she, your mom had a charitable spirit anyway. Uh, my, yeah. my, yeah. my my son's girlfriend has a friend who's just moved in is now her because her parents apparently lived in a hotel for a while and then they were homeless for a while and then they found a new place and then they sort of forgot to tell her that they had a new place. So she's now staying with uh, her best friend who is my son's girlfriend. So there you go. This you stuff go. happens. Oh yeah. Then, then we had Gavin, he was part of the family for a while. And then, and then it went from, uh, they weren't fronting anymore. They started renting out the rooms as we started leaving the house. <laughs> so they had tenants, lots and lots of tenants. My brother, he was, tells the story. He was a young kid. He was early teens and he found one of the tenants uh, OD'd in the woods behind our house where we used to play like uh, cowboys and Indians and have a fort. There's this uh, girl that was just gone and he saved her life. And he was only like, I, I want to oh, say God. he was like 13 or 14 years old. And then there was another tenant that that stole all our bicycles oh, Jesus for drug money. And then there was another uh, tenant. I, I remember my my mom used to get those like those specialty spoons that you used to get when you went to all the attractions around the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like all JD, the, all the specialty spoons and a couple of the regular spoons had a burn mark in the middle of them. And and my mom's like, I don't know what's wrong with the dishwasher. All the spoons <laughs> oh, no. like, they're smoking crack in my room. Or they're shooting up. Yeah. They you know, yeah, you cook you cook heroin that right. way too. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to say yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, a hundred percent. You're right. But but that one was happening in the room that I grew up in. And then I went up there after the tenant left and there's all sorts of burn marks all over the damn rug. <laughs> And using the specialty spoons, I guess they were the right size, I guess. I don't know. Just use a regular spoon and don't use somebody's, uh, you know, anyway, whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's probably why you and all of your siblings are such, um, what's the word, uh, high achievers in the sense that, I mean, you guys go after stuff and uh, tr try to not pass that on to the next generation, I guess, maybe. Are you still, did I stymie you or did I lose you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, well, 
uh, am I on? If I'm just on, let's uh, let's do a weird medicine show. What the hell happened, Opie? One minute he's there, the other minute he's not. Where'd you go, little fella? To be continued for a really dumb reason, and that reason would be that my laptop ran out of battery power, and the reason was because I was watching Bob and Brad videos before I uh, called Dr. Steve. Bob and Brad are terrific uh, back doctors, and uh, they got some wonderful videos online to uh, help your back. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching Bob and Brad, and they're trying to be funny, and they're showing you moves to help your lower back pain, your mid-back pain. Also, exercises you should never do. And then I'm like, eh, I got enough battery power to call Dr. Stave. Boy, was I wrong. So to be continued on the next episode of the Opie Radio Podcast. Boo 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 bo